Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beers for Good Show! I am your host Bobby Glenn James along with the Ryan Bilkington in the house ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Bilkington, Ryan, tell us about the show! I couldn't keep it up man. This hour brought to you by the letter P. P? I don't know. Paul Pilkington. Oh, Pilking Pickle. Pickle. Anyways, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Best Forget Show and join us for another amazing, crazy ride that we always take down and impactful. It always gets impactful. Impactful. Is that a, is that a new get... Best Forget Show word? <laughs> that was so impactful. <laughs> it's the crazy impactful. <laughs> That's we love right. to make up words on the we're, show. That's just what we do. We're wordsmiths. And then we have, and then we have Cedric spell it for us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember the word we just messed up. So today we'll be talking with Drusilla Pedersen, and the t- title of the show is Organization with Style. Organization with Style. Cha-ching. Oh. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Hold it. With Style. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Is that the one style. you were? I don't know. No, that's not style. No. You got the style one. Oh, yeah. There yeah. we go. I'm <laughs> sure that works. <laughs> All right, we're going to kick it over to Cedric for the uh, bio. Really? Does Cedric know that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I got it. I'm ready. <laughs> Very good. We Tell prepped. us about the our guests. All right, we'll do. Drusella Pedersen is the CEO and founder of Drusella's Closet, specializing in the interior design for your closets. She loves to make what's behind the closet doors of your home so amazing and signature that you will want to remove the doors from your interior. Whoa, now that's a feat. Now remove the doors. She's earned a PhD from that's the School of Hard Knocks of Motherhood, raising six children, uh, spent the, la- the past 40 years in the interior design industry consulting and servicing clients, and organized and cleans homes uh, cleaned homes professionally for five plus years in St. George, Utah, and also consulted with home builders in model home design. Wow. <laughs> okay, stop it. <laughs> so thanks for being on the show, Drusilla. And yeah, we have Drusilla, another. So, we so, have... so relax. She was a little bit worried, but relax. We, we don't take ourselves too serious. So, <laughs> so we're just going to have some fun today. Are you okay with that? Oh, let's have fun. <laughs> Nice. Very good. Perfect. We have we have the Illa Ellas today. Illa and Ella today. Yeah, we have Chris Ella. Our uh, I want to call you the roaming reporter, but <laughs> I've been going with hashtag real journalist. There real we go. Journalist. The real journalist, <laughs> right here. Yeah, I like that. Really I like that. That is that she <laughs> is our real journalist. <laughs> hashtag real journalist. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag real, real journalist. Chris Herzog on the streets, finding the bad in the biz. Uh. The Biz for Good Show is a fun and powerful podcast experience, sharing stories of hope, passion, and the true secret to success. 
the connection we make by loving. Yes, that's loving and being good. There is so much bad noise in the world. It is time to rise against the noise and flood the world with the good. The Biz for Good Show, it's not just a podcast, it is a movement. That's right. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitites, Tweetist, and Facerbookians. Facers. Facers, I like that. Facers? Facers yeah. All of those facers, facers out there. Maybe it sounds bad, I don't know. Facer bookers. That's... Facer bookers. <laughs> anyway, don't... it's time to get crazy. <laughs> Crazy with the Biz for Good Show. Cool crazy. Hashtag cool crazy. Is it hashtag cool crazy or just crazy? Crazy. Both. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it both. Yeah, all right. Where are we going with this, right? We're going to kick it up to the other. Ella. Oh, yes. Ella. Yes. We've got Crisella here, of course. And you know what that means? It's time for the Biz for Bad segment. Crisella, take it away. The Battle of the Illa Ellas begins. <laughs> <laughs> Illa Ellas. That sounds really pretty. Yeah. The Illa Ellas. Illa Ella. Illa Ella. It's like a song. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Something like catchy song. like that. Yeah. yeah. That works. Yeah. Anyway. For some reason, it makes me think of Superman. Superman? Yeah, I know. Like his dad, L. I, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's too know. funny. Okay. Brandon would know what I mean. If Probably, he was yeah. I'm not the I'm not the person who's up on that sort of thing. Totally, yeah. yeah. At least not DC stuff. So, yeah. all right. So anyway, my story this week is about a blockchain startup who um, is they're working on decentralizing control of patient data, and like it seems like a really cool idea. Except that they put their patient data on a publicly accessible server online, and then things just got worse from there. <laughs> so everybody and anybody could see anything that they were doing. Yes, yes, they could. Um, so the name of this startup is Timmy Health. It's T I M I, and so they have this T-I-M-I. really T I M I. Yeah, so they have this really cool idea. It's about decentralizing control of patient data, so that you can take like your lab reports, your health results, all these different things, and take it from provider to provider. And along the blockchain, you can see exactly who has access to it or who has seen it along the way, and you have this record of it. Mm. Yeah, so it's a really cool idea. But HIPAA's not hipping on it. Well, probably not now, unfortunately. (laughs) So a journalist, a tech journalist uh, named Zach Whitaker found that they were storing health records such as lab reports in this publicly accessible server online, no security. So if you know where to find it, you could go on and find lab reports and all this health data. Obviously, because he did. For these people. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So and um, so. It is journalistic practice when you find something like this that you will, before you start reporting on it, you let the company know that this is out there so that they can shut it down so that when you do report the article, not everybody, you know, every hacker in the world can go find it sort of thing. That's like the ethical That is a thing code. that journalists do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the, is the real... code called? You know the code? The code of ethics. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Ethics. So, I code mean, because you don't want to report on this and then have somebody's identity be stolen or like their health records be publicly accessible to anyone anybody that's out there but not you know sometimes companies just kind of tend to ignore these messages and be like oh you know that's nothing i'm just gonna brush it off sort of thing and that's when the journalist hits them hard and that's when the story comes out or the tweets start coming out about what happened and that's where it all went downhill for timmy health here unfortunately (laughs) so the, the reason I'm telling this story today is not necessarily because they left this data online publicly, because that 
happens, unfortunately, a lot more than you would think that it does. Um, I'm telling the story today of how not to handle a PR crisis. Oh, this is the real thing. <laughs> this is the this real is the thing. Real part. Everything else is just backstory. <laughs> oh, wow. I have a yeah. feeling there's going to be some F-bombs in there. Uh, no, oh, okay. it just gets really kind of crazy for them. Okay. So, like I said, um, you know, it's practice that you let the company know, and then if they don't respond or don't change anything, then you start reporting on it. So that's what happened. Zach Whitaker let them know through email. They did not respond. It seemed like they had ignored him. So he sent out some tweets saying, hey, guys, this seems like a problem. You should probably fix this and tagged them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And they responded just saying, oh, this isn't anything. Um, you know, this is just a test file. At which point he came back with a redacted screenshot of um, somebody's actual lab results saying, no, you have actual patient data in this. Like, even if it's a test file, you have actual patient data in here and it's publicly accessible. So step one in how not to handle a PR crisis. <laughs> this is how you do not do it. Do not ignore security reachers or journalists if they get in touch with you and say that you have a data breach. Like, actually follow up and see what they have to say, because yeah. especially if you're dealing with patient data. For especially. Sure. Step two in how not to handle a PR crisis. Don't claim that what has been breached is just a test environment and has no real data in it unless you've actually checked that. Like, actually check and see what's happening. Like, when somebody gets in contact with you before you start responding to something. Don't just start shooting off tweets online. Oh. Yeah. Like, actually, I think more people have gotten in trouble on Twitter than anywhere oh, else. Oh, yeah. Think. Like, think before so you tweet. So easy to say something really <laughs> stupid really quickly. Yeah, there's Think, one guy that verified. rhymes with rump right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's not even go there. <laughs> but, yeah, think, verify, and then tweet, at least. So, and then it gets, unfortunately, even worse with oh. Timmy Health. Oh. After he, after um, Zach Whitaker says, okay, no, you actually have patient data in here, Timmy Health, whoever was running their account, starts going off about how this is just a conspiracy from their competitors in big tech to undermine them and because they don't think that because they're threatened by blockchain and the disruptive technology and they're just scared that timmy health is going to take them so down the, so this the, is all just a conspiracy the fourth thing is don't blame it on somebody else the third thing is don't claim that this is an orchestrated conspiracy like it, it might just be your fault <laughs> it might just be like simple error uh. Don't claim it's an orchestrated conspiracy just from your own competitors. It, yes, own just it. own it. Not sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so, like at this point, because um, you know Zach Whitaker has been tweeting about it, other tech journalists have seen it because this is what happens: is other journalists see other journalists tweeting about things, and so they've contacted this company. And at this point, whoever's running Timmy Health's Twitter account is freaking out because they've gotten requests from five journalists at this point for comment. And they're like, what they start saying is that um, the media is attacking them with questions about this and that it's all just being um, orchestrated by their big tech competitors. So um, step number four, when you mess up and you start getting journalists contacting you, don't get aggressive with the, the journalists, especially on social media, and don't say that they're attacking you by asking questions. You fools! You fools! You're fools! 
Like Uh-oh. you want to lose control. Yeah, like you want to <laughs> lose control of a story real fast. Start attacking the journalists. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think it's yeah. time for Timmy to call Lassie. It's time. <laughs> it's time for Timmy to call it Lassie. It gets even worse. Oh my gosh! Step five. Oh no, step. There's a five step. <laughs> On Twitter, they released a statement, and it, like the sad thing about this is that they haven't even released their product yet. This really was a test environment, and what they had in there was friends and family data that they were using to build their product. So only 14 people were affected in this data breach. It's not a huge deal. They could have locked it down and managed it pretty quickly if they hadn't gone off and tweeting, but then they released a statement on Twitter saying that the 14 people that had had their data breach were the victims of a malicious hack. The journalist did. No, the the company did. Timmy Health said oh. that they, that they were the victims of a malicious hack. So step number 5, when you mess up, don't pass the buck. Mm. Take ownership of your mistake, make things right, and don't blame it on a malicious hack by evil outside forces. (laughs) Yes. I think we have learned a valuable lesson here today. Just take responsibility for your mess-ups. Yes. Yeah. You know, there there really is... Or you will die. Yeah. (laughs) You will explode. And the sad thing about this is, like, because this is all unsecured patient data, if they had just, like, paid attention to the email in the first place, they might have been able to just shut it down and, like, keep going, like, Nothing work through happened. it. Like, it might have just, like, they might, it might have just blown by. But now they might be getting HIPAA attention, and if they get a fine from HIPAA, it might shut down it's their startup over. before they even get off the ground. You, it's really you know, sad. It's interesting, because in this day and we're, in, in this day and age, we've got so much data coming at us from yeah. all over. I think a lot of us ignore stuff mm-hmm. because it's just another piece of crap coming at us. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we don't acknowledge when it's too late when it's something important. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, think about the Equifax breach. Like, basically everybody had their social security um, out out in public because Equifax didn't secure their data. And even still, like, they had a huge fine that they have to pay back in the settlement. But even still, like, it comes out to, like, $125 per person. But even still, like, everybody who was affected isn't even going to be paid $125 because the fine wasn't big enough to cover everybody. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's all really sad. Okay, people, just fess up and take ownership. It's all about accountability. And even the big companies or startups and all that good stuff. The more you try and shake it off, blame others or whatever, that's that's the worst the it's going to get. Yeah, just take ownership yeah. right up front and it'll be a lot easier to get through. So true. Yeah. So true. Wow, that was a good one. Hashtag real journalist. <laughs> Hashtag real journalist. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Priscilla. Mm-hmm. All right. Where are we going with it? Oh, we're on to the show. Drisella. Drisella. You ready for this? Ready, set. (laughs) Ready, ready. set. Go. All right. We want to get to know Drisella really quickly. And and we would like to know, tell us a story about when being good and doing good meant something to you. When you realized there are good people out there and I want to be one of those good people. Okay. Well, the thought that came to my mind was um, I was in I was a sophomore in high school, 
and um, that was what a year or two ago a couple of years ago a couple of years ago <laughs> yeah and um, my my father had um, just a simple he went in for a simple surgery and things just kept going wrong and wrong and wrong and pretty soon it was like um, he's flying back to Mayo Clinic and having his leg amputated and taking marrow out of his hip and putting it in his other leg to stiffen it and things wow. just ran amok, you know, things Man. got real ugly. It was that or he was going to die. So that happened. And then and I, I watched my family and my community, my church, they all came together for us and helped us out a lot. And And I thought, you know, people in this world are pretty awesome when when it's needed they come they will come to your rescue they will help you they will be there for you and it was really impressive to me and I remember um when we didn't have food in the house and and there was it was getting lean and so but we were able to go in and in my faith and church we have the system where we can go in and work for food and and have food and and everything we need and and so I got to be part of that and see that in action, and I, I appreciated that. So you kind of grew up knowing that being good and doing good is a, is a, a real it's thing. It's a deal. Yeah, it's a great yeah, deal. That's awesome. That, I'm, I'm at a loss, Ryan. No, that's good. That's good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, re- I also want to know where you, where you were from. I, that was in Riverton, Utah. That was in Riverton, Utah? Riverton, Utah. So you grew up in Riverton? Yeah, when it was Riverton. When there was actually a river. When there was a river in it? <laughs> actually, actually a river. Yeah. yeah. It was a country town? Yeah. Nice. Now it's just a part of the metropolis. Yeah. The metropolis. The metropolis that is Salt Lake. Yeah. My house was where Riverton High School is now. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I used to ride my horse on what is now Bangator Highway. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't do that today. Wow. Oh, you know, That's it's wild. interesting how the world grows and and we watch that. It's it's strange. Even where I live now, it's like hugely grown and there's apartments all over. And I was just there 12 years. It's like we are yeah. we are growing. And Utah is getting crazy. Mm-hmm. There's I mean, everybody's moving in for some yeah. reason. It's a fun there. place. There's a there's place a lot of cool live. mountainous areas if you like that kind of thing. Yeah. And deserty areas. There's pretty much anything. There's a lot of parks here. here in Utah. So yeah. It's one of the big ones. Big reasons. National <laughs> parks. And skiing. Well, cool. So, uh, Ryan, you get to ask a question. I always hog. I hate Ryan. It's all You're you, so baby. You're so good at it. You're a good questioner person. <laughs> good questioner. I just. Never mind. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about number this question earlier before we went on, and so we just wanted. No, to No, we know, weren't. I don't know what you're talking about. We didn't. We don't ever we talk didn't about prep stuff. at all. We never. Never do. No, this is all this is off all the up the hip. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking just now. Yeah. Just now. Just now, and <laughs> and we wanted to know what is your commitment to the biz for good show. I mean, biz for good life. See, see, this yeah. is why you have so, questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so questions. the business, um, what I what I like about the business that I'm doing is it has changed my life. And so I really think it, I know it's changing lives because I've done this for a lot of people now and they are appreciative. I get emails still and I get texts saying, I can't tell you how 
this has changed my life. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this text. So um, it's the the product I created is doing its job. Nice. Awesome. And so what what made you decide to do that? What happened in your life that you said, dang it, I'm done with how things are done. Oh, I'm doing something different. I'll tell you, this one day, well, we moved, and I was trying to unpack everything. Oh, my everything. gosh, you said enough right there. You moved. <laughs> the, like, worst possible, worst. stressful, horrible, yeah. evil thing on the planet. I told my yeah. wife, we're never moving again unless we have enough money to go on vacation, hire oh, movers oh, to oh. move the house to the new house while put it, it all in it while mm-hmm. i'm on vacation and come back to the come back and it's magically yes, done that's the only way i will move again there you go fairy <laughs> so. godmother magic wand <laughs> yes. i know we moved and i was trying to repack this into another kitchen and oh my goodness everything was just we things were just put wherever and i remember i was trying to i'm like I had this stupid idea that a fresh loaf of homemade bread would make everybody feel better and feel at home. (laughs) It does. Sign me up for that. Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't happening. It was like an hour later, um, there was flour. It was was a wreck. And I'm like, so I'm looking at the pantries and I'm going, there is just, this is not working and there's got to be a better way. There has got to be a better way. And all the products that I had used were not doing the job. So... So you decided it. to do the job. I'm going to do the job. Nobody else is doing this. So. And, and, and what do you think? You said, hey, I'm just going to put something together. You did some prototypes. What you, what'd you do? I started drawing a picture. Ah, oh, the napkin. The mm-hmm. napkin drawing, Draw yeah. the yeah. napkin drawing. Exactly what the, I did. the geniuses of the world have started. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And I thought, and it can't cost a lot of money because we're going to need a lot of them. And it has to be small enough to do the job and we need a lot of these because there was i mean if you've had food storage in the basement food storage in the garage food storage under the bed it's everywhere this kind of helps take care of that too i I liked the you knew that it was you needed a lot of them Mm -hmm. people needed to purchase a lot of so you're trying to make Mm -hmm. it at a good pricing point right so people can Get ready, get, get going. Oh, They're not overwhelmed, uh, not only financially, but with, right. w- with your problems. This is good, too, because we're not telling right. anybody what it is yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> teaser. <laughs> teaser. This is good. So, yeah, and before we get into maybe explaining a little bit about what it is, what's what's something you could tell our users to do? Our users. What am I? Where am I? What am I? Yeah. You are an IT. Yeah, that's right. Hey, all you users out there. Not drug users, just users of food. (laughs) This this makes me feel like I'm on drugs when I look at this. When I open my doors, I'm like, oh, this is a high. Yes. Oh, so, it's a high because it's, it's so clean and cool and yeah. all is in the right place. You do not need drugs. I can, Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that some. opening. The, oh. Yeah. When I'm having a really Ooh, bad day. Oh, yeah. I just, when everything else is out of place and running amok, I just go open, open the doors. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No more drugs. We have got the secret. To taking away all of our drug problems. Yeah, sanity. It's a perfectly clo- organized closet. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Pantry specifically too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So what what can you tell our users? Give us a, a little tidbit for a them. A tidbit for them. Why am I on yeah. users? Like an organization <laughs> secret. Sure. Like a... 
Yeah. Maybe something like a tip to organize the kitchen, like okay. something in the kitchen. Sink. Right. You were talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Go to the sink. Yeah. Do the okay, sink. Okay. The sink thing. Okay. Um, if you have a drawer, or like a. We'll talk about some the people scary have sink plastic. First. Yeah, that scary place under the sink. <laughs> we're going there. We're going in, and it's either that there's a bucket or there's a box or there's something full of towels and dishcloths and you look at those and there's 24 of them and honestly do you really need 24 dish towels that are oh yeah threadbare that (laughs) don't match that (laughs) so scary (laughs) that you might have got from a wedding present for a wedding present 25 years ago that you know oh i've got one of those what was it aunt leora or aunt louise or one of those l's in your life gave you and you love it and you can't live without it but you can so my thing is i would just go buy seven beautiful dish towels and seven beautiful dish cloths that you love that match your kitchen um fold them nicely put them in that drawer that get rid of that nasty bucket or whatever it is under there and put it in something pretty Put it in something pretty. Why do you say seven towels? Seven. Yeah. There's seven days a week. And then, okay, then I would put another basket right next to that. This is probably the most important part. And each day, when you're done with that, throw it in the... Because, you know, how how do we love those dishcloths that sit in the sink or at the oh, sink? Oh, I hate and that. I hate it Three so days much. later, they're reeking. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just throw them yeah. in the, that little plastic basket and then... Because what do you do with them? Mm-hmm. Like some people said, well, I'll just throw it on the stairs by the front door and hopefully it makes it up to the washer. And it dries out. Yeah. And what are you going to wash it with? Your dirty socks? And then you're going to take it back to the sink and use it in your dishes? I don't think so. So I would do seven. Why do seven. we do that? Then you have that basket. You can take it to the washer. Tuesday towel day. Tuesday tool towel day. Tuesday towel day. You wash that nice load and you're done. That's my favorite. That's there's one for you. I I love it. I love it. Clean up your towels, people. Tuesday towel. Get some towels you love instead of those nasty, crappy ones. There you go. We do. We literally probably have thirty towels. And they're all different kinds and they're yucky and And they're taking up valuable real estate. Yeah, and we cram them in that stupid drawer. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I have a vision of it right now, and I'm having nightmares. <laughs> What's going to pop out of there? It's a sham wow! Because I have a couple of those in there. Oh, and they have little nubbies on them. And, yeah, the nubbies, and they're all crinkled and grody. Oh, yeah, we've got several of those, too. Mm-hmm. Crinkled up grody Grody's. hand towels. Come on, guys. Don't you guys have any horror hand towel stories? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a, <laughs> oh, several ahead. I inherited from an old roommate, and I'm just thinking, like, oh, yeah. Well, one of them, like, I got rid of because I gave it to my small pup to rip apart. <laughs> That's what they're for. So there you go. I was like, okay, here, you need we a toy. We can recycle. Yeah. <laughs> garage. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Garage oil. towels. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll go there later. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, to the garage? Yes. We'll you, go you you're going to hook us up with the garage, too. <laughs> wow. She's got it. We're taking, got the, this. we're taking the tour. Then you open your garage door. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool because yeah. I open the garage door and go, wow. I know, I've been Whoa. there. The garbage mm-hmm. man's coming. Please shut the door. <laughs> yeah. He'll throw away all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. You got well, that. What would you have, Ryan? You were going to say something. Oh, I found a stinky town under the sink once. and 
Yeah. It was standing up. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that stand up really freak me out. How is it standing up? What is on it that would make it stand? You know what I'm talking about? Have you guys ever seen it stand up? Oh, yeah. That's why I say. Yeah, let's get rid of them. Take care of your towels. We're going to start the movement. Take care of your dish towels. Downsize and upgrade. I think that's a great, I think that's a great tool for everybody. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how is... uh, Organizing, organizing with style. style. How do you do that? What is, tell us a little bit about what you do and what it is. Okay. Well, so I came up with this um, pantry makeover system. There's, It's a modular system. There's three parts to it right now. Maybe there will be more later, but these are the good basics that do it all. There's three sizes of these containers. They're made out of cardboard. Now, cardboard. Nobody freak out. It's cardboard, yes. And it's ah, super. Run away. It's cardboard. <laughs> but don't we love it that it's made in Utah and that it's recyclable? Recyclable. Can somebody say that word for me? Recyclable. Thank you. Recyclable. Yeah. And then. <laughs> well, I'll say it apparently. Thank you. And yes. then that it's just this great product that you can access easily because you can see what's in it there's a little window in the front um well let's go back to the the recycle but the cardboard thing can't be scary because it's super heavy duty and when we customize them which most people love to do we'll spray them with um a nice paint or will the big thing that people love the most is the card um not card okay cardboard is on the mind (laughs) um Chalkboard. Oh. The other board. Chalkboard Chalk paint. And um. then we can custom, we can label them, we can erase them. Oh. Like, you know what? I, I opened that can of garbanzo beans and nobody's ever going to eat garbanzo beans again. We erase it. We label it with the next great product we're going to put in there. Mm, so cool. the, the small box, you can open a number 10 can and the whole thing fits in it. And it takes up like two inches of space on your pantry width-wise. There's a window where you can see how much is in well, it and what's the, in it. You put the garbanzo beans into the thing. Yeah. Like pour it in. Yeah, you pour that whole number 10 can in. It fits oh. in this teeny little, you can't oh. see through the microphone. But here it is on your camera. Uh, yeah, there we go. Voila. Oh, interesting. Hmm. It's a magic little box. It's a magic box. Yep. It's a magic box, Ryan. So they just, and they line up nice and tight, and you can make a mixing center in your kitchen. Some people have those pantries that you have to walk a mile back behind. <laughs> and this, you can take all those things that you normally use out of your pantry, put them right in your mixing center, and use your what kitchen you use cabinets for the big too. One? Okay, well, that one you can use for, um, I put. Uh, meal plans in it you can actually use a seven as a 72 hour kit you can grab it it's got a whole meal in it Mm. so not only can you use it through the week you can grab it and throw it in your car if you need to do a quick escape so it's like i do like mexican american chinese western whatever you want to do so you can eat in style on an emergency (laughs) i like that 
like that. That would be so nice because, you know, how often do you go home and you go to cook something? You're like, oh, crap, I'm out of this one spice. I have to run to the store so I can finish dinner. You know, then you can plan things in advance, yeah. put everything in one little box. Yeah, and, you can yeah. even put the recipe in there if you want. Mm-hmm. Grab wow. it. So I have spices all over the place. In yeah. My, I mean, it's I I'm like, I know I have that. And I've ripped everything out of the game. Can you help with that? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to We can fix that. We had a paprika that? incident, me and my wife. Oh, oh. Paprika accident. Paprika. I'm sure there's paprika in there. No, no yes. Uh, there was Okay, so usually I am looking for turmeric. Did I say it right? Turmeric. Turmeric. Sure. There's turmeric. Tell me, help me with that word too. But there's Tumeric. three of them in everybody's pantry. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, so three. I'm like, oh, here's number two. I'm looking for number three. Mine's red pepper flakes. I'm like, oh, oh. nope, have another thing of red pepper flakes here, mm. apparently. Yeah, so I would just, chili you know. Mm-hmm. So the list is, like, if you're standing in front of your pantry and you're like, I thought I had that in here somewhere, or I must have already used that can somewhere, or I wish I didn't have to move stuff to get to stuff, there's not enough space to put everything I need or want in this kitchen, or I know it's in here somewhere, I'll just have to go to the store and buy another one. Since I have so much extra time and money, I'll just go do that. And have or, three. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's three of them extra. in here. But will it be edible if I do find it? Oh, yeah, I've eaten stuff that's like 40 years old, yeah. I swear. Uh, and Seems like it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, you know, if you're trying to find a container that it's going to take your entire grocery budget to buy that plastic or glass container that all match. And then when you get them all and you think, oh, I need a couple more. Well, they're not available anymore. What do you do with cereal? So cereal, you know those big bags that you buy. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, or cereal, just a box of cereal? Any, any, yeah, any of that. Mm-hmm. You know those big bags you buy them and they're half full of air uh-huh. and they Toastios. take up your whole. Or you Toastios. go to yeah the chips. I immediately open them and seal them, and then um, I can put them in the big box if there's if there's a a lot of them and you use them a lot i would designate one of those for them cereal yeah and the cereal i just label that cereal and i throw three you can get three bags of that those big bags in that one box after you open it wow yeah. and then when it's getting down in the you half have the of chalk it, on it you can write what cereal you it can is. if you yeah. want if yeah. it lasts that long you don't yeah. even I'm, oh I, it doesn't last very long it doesn't so you know it's in there it's <laughs> rotated <laughs> regularly right yeah yeah then, yeah, and then when it's half gone, I dump it in a Ziploc bag and throw it in there, too. So how long have you been doing this? About a year. year, and, mm-hmm. and, and how's it going? Good. You, you, people people are, you're, you're organizing folks, you're, you're connecting. Yeah, yeah, I've I, done word of mouth advertising only, and we've done, I don't even know how many. <laughs> I have that d- written down in mm-hmm. my record it, somewhere it, with that a- tax man. Is there a process? You come out to their home? Yeah. Or maybe if they're not available, you can do it through Skype or right. Right. Zoom or whatever. Or they'll send me pictures. Pictures, mm-hmm. text. Mm-hmm. Technology. Technology. Yeah. I love technology. technology. Not as much as, as you, you see. I don't love it. Always <laughs> and forever. I've been around, you, I've been around you too long, Bob. <laughs> I'm trying to love it. You're trying to love it. Yeah. Oh uh, well, the the beautiful thing is you have your own technology, this this organizational mm-hmm. technology because it is it okay. it literally is a is a new technology for figuring out how to organize yourself so you get that 
that cutif that cutiful <laughs> that beautiful all kinds of new words today. <laughs> write that one. Write that one, Cedric. Cutiful. How do you spell cutiful? I don't know. What's uh? What, what does it mean? Cute it's and cool. beautiful. Cute. Cute and beautiful. Cute. That's a great beautiful. word. Cute. Like kudos. Yeah, that's a great word. I'll refer to the dictionary and get back to you on that one. <laughs> yeah, that is not in the dictionary. I'd be surprised. Cutiful. Well, one thing I think is cool is that you actually come out and you help people get organized rather than just, you know, shipping people a bunch of boxes that they might do something with or it might end up sitting in their garage for well, ages. Yeah, but if they do, there's a great blueprint to help them. Mm-hmm. But because we've. You know, I've identified 19 zones in the kitchen that you can use, and so they can go through the blueprint if they do order a package. Oh. That's fantastic. There's 19 places in the kitchen where you shove crap. Yeah. Is that? Well, there's 19 different categories of stuff in your kitchen. Oh, 19 of categories. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Give yeah. us three, I guess. Four, maybe. Okay. Your favorite three. Your My favorite, favorite three? Top, <laughs> top three. Okay. Um... Cutting, chopping. Cutting, chopping. Yeah, that's, that's a nightmare in my house. Really? I have like 14 cutting boards. Mm-hmm. And the Our plastic ones and the crappy ones. And the, Do I too. need 14 of them? No, I do not. I don't know. Maybe you do. <laughs> if you do, then we deal with it, you know? <laughs> you deal with it? We'll deal with it. Yeah. yeah we might. put sharp knives in drawers. Oh, yes, we do, too. Sharp knives in drawers. Okay. Probably We're facing not. that direction. Probably not So a good the cutting, thing. chopping, then there's mixing and measuring. Mixing and oh, measuring. Ugh. I wish I could find that stupid measuring bowl when I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought a set of uh, measuring cups because I was going bonkers trying to find you two and three fourths. <laughs> two and three fourths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine, mine are so old though that now that the doesn't you can't see what they are. So I'm like, is this a cup? This is a half a cup. You would think I would remember what this is. <laughs> I, it's probably time to get new ones. <laughs> Eight, eight dollars on Amazon, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll go get some new. Even like Carmen's has great ones too. So yeah. yeah. But anything, anything we buy, you know how to make it in there so we can remember it, find yes. it when we need mm-hmm. it. Yes. And not get all stressed out because uh, yeah, clutter and mat. I mean, it is a, it is a thing for stress. It uh, it is stressful to have stuff all over the place. Yeah, you'll save a lot of time and money. And, and sanity. Mm-hmm. And sanity. Sanity. Awesome. <laughs> I like san- sanity. Any, anything else you can tell us about the product or, or anything? Hmm. Well, what would you like to end on? Let's see. Well, just the solution that you're going to be able to see your pantry items all at once. Everything at once. Um, you can discard. You mean you don't have to go digging? You know, no moving. You don't moving. have to go digging for it. <laughs> I cannot. Where is it? You yeah, have everything. I know stack. there's a box of, or there's some black beans in there. I know it. Yeah, <laughs> no, none of that. Um, you can get rid of all your bulky boxes and cans and buckets that are just um, all over the place and not working for you. You can rotate your food storage if you want to. Um. You're just going to have your space sufficiently filled with uh, some great products, and you're not going to break the bank. So, I love it. Well, one thing I thought was kind of cool with her story is um, you were talking about at the beginning how 
you you grew up in a house where like things were lean sometimes and you relied mm. on like community support and now you're here helping people get organized so that the kitchen is kind of a hub for the family and people can come together right um you know which is something that's so important right to now have i think a meal together yeah and it won't stress you out oh, yeah and yeah. it's not going to cost you a lot of money mm-hmm. awesome my wife would like that she and it's a food. great gift great gift ooh when you're running out of gift of organization, gift ideas, <laughs> Valentine. Well, you know, you don't want to say, "Honey, our house is a mess for Valentine's," but maybe for if <laughs> definitely not on Mother's Day. I love you. Go the, organize the kitchen. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> up there with or the vacuum cleaner for it. Christmas. But yeah, it's not. but if it's you birthday. say, "I'm going to give you a Pinterest worthy." kitchen then um, you're gonna love it then they can get excited for sure get excited yeah 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 and it'll be customized any color any way you want it Mm. i love it yeah we got to find out how to get this thing yeah well drusilla thank you so much for being on the show tell us about how to how to connect how to get to you okay Uh, well we can uh, phone number if you want to give me a call may we'll set up an appointment it's uh 435 Four three five two two four two two four nine two six six nine two six six. That's right, people. No solution. No solicitation. Route sixty six. Route sixty six. Good times. And, and and they can text that number too. Yes. They can text that number. And did, would you would you were you thinking of giving doing a some kind of a we connection for our listeners? Do that. We should say. So the first. Let's see. So maybe a code or something like if you say you were heard me on the show. B for G. G. We like that as a code. B for the number four G. Okay. And then, yeah, then we can do. Oh, I know. Let's do the bonus seven meal plan box set. First two peep one. Let's go for let's go for the top ten. Top ten texters. First 10 people that text B for G to that number. Get what? That seven-piece meal plan. For free? Well, yeah, if they want to come out. If they want to do a pantry, we'll throw in that bonus. All right. That's That's a smashing deal. Mm -hmm. People, you're crazy if you don't pick up with that. What's that number again? 435-435-224-224-9266-9266. Six six, and then or we could go to the pantryorganizersystem.com Yeah, pantryorganizersystem.com and It looks like you have a start order here form on that, so they can get going in oh, a video. That's nice. All right, pantryorderorganizersystem.com Bam, 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 bam. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, thank you. Thanks. How was it? Great. Wasn't too bad. Good times. It was. We, we, we don't. Again, don't take ourselves too serious. We have. We have fun here, and we we really want to highlight that we should all on this earth be doing good things for each other, because it makes it a better world, and we are better connected. I can tell already that, that that's your mantra too. It, yeah, we're gonna do this. Awesome. Do it. It's gonna be a good life. Ryan, you gonna take us out? Thanks so much, Drusilla and Chrisella. And Bobby and Cedric. Oh, I thought you were going to leave us out. Mm. I would never do that. (laughs) Love you, guy. Love you, man. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for being 
uh, with us for another show, and we'll end it with our usual hashtag, be good, do good, three times. We get Crayley on the third time. Crayley. All right, here we go. It's Crayley. So, so we say hashtag three times, and on the third time we get uh, I'm going to write a song. Crayley. <laughs> Crayley. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. And it's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.